It's 102.9 The Hog with Borden and Mandy. Very excited to welcome to the program Hardy. Hardy, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, we're fantastic. We certainly appreciate the time uh, in uh, talking to us today, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, your song, uh, Jack, one of our—I mean, our, one of our top songs here uh, on 1029 The Hog. So, congratulations, man! The album, the album is fantastic. Um, it's it's really really good stuff. Thank you very much, man. I was, I'm really really proud of it. And two years of of, of writing songs and and just really pick, picking the best. Uh, 17 songs, I think, that I wrote in two years. and I'm, I'm really proud of it. I think it represents myself uh, really well. And I appreciate the, the 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 kind words, man. I really do. Uh, the Mockingbird and the Crow, and I love... And it, what I love about whenever a new album comes out, and I did this one that came out earlier this year, I like, you know, I, I listen to it in order like you would, old school. I don't like to hit shuffle or anything like that because oftentimes it tells a story it, you know, or the artist has a has a reasoning behind, you know, this track going to this track or whatnot. And then, you know, when when you shift and you get to the really hard rock and stuff, you know, mid-song, halfway through, I and even like today, knowing that we're going to talk to you today, I was listening to it on the drive-in, go... Damn, that is cool. That's some cool stuff. Have you just always liked all types of music? Has that influenced you from what your tastes were growing up into your songwriting and now and now uh, you know musicianship career? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I grew up. My dad, you know, hit me pretty hard with like classic rock as a kid until I discovered, you know, in the nineties. Uh, I was, I was, I had a very uh, like uh, strong musical taste, like as a young kid like i was i was really obsessed with discovering music and so uh i you know i've kind of got into like stp and Soundgarden and stuff like that in the late 90s and then um and then you know when the active rock stuff came along i mean that was that was my like new metal that was like my when i was 12 13 like that was the most influenced by music it was it was like lincoln park and and yeah. uh i mean unapologetically went biscuit and nickelback and and freaking all that stuff, man. POD, I don't know, uh, Nine Inch Nails, just all that stuff. And, and uh, I don't know, I just feel like all of that definitely comes out sonically. That's kind of what I've like taken in and sort of given back out is, is a combination of all of that stuff that I loved when I was a, a teenager. And, and uh, I mean, lyrically, I, I listened to country music once I got over, older and into high school and was really obsessed with like Eric Church's writing and Brad Paisley's writing. And that's kind of where I picked up, I think, a lot of my songwriting from. I'm glad you brought up the term new metal because as I was <laughs> educating myself about you, uh, you know, Wikipedia likes to classify you as country rock and new metal. And I thought that that was such a weird term to put in there with it, but then you go using it. So do you think that's apropos? Hell yeah, I think so. I mean, um, I got, there's a few songs on this record that I think definitely qualify uh, for new metal. Um, or at least, at least, there's hints of it for sure. I take that. I take that as a, as a big compliment. That's cool. I didn't know that that was on Wikipedia, but that's badass. Yeah, you you hear all you hear and listen to your stuff and this album. You hear all those all those sort of genres that uh, that uh, that you mentioned. I you know I wanted to ask. I wonder if we're ever going to get a point where there's like labeling genres of music are irrelevant because there's so many artists like yourself. We talked to Jelly Roll a few weeks ago mm -hmm. and he was saying the same kind of stuff, man. He liked he liked country music, he liked rock, you know, rock and does both and and does everything. I wonder like do you can do you consider yourself one artist more so than the other or are you just you just you're just a musician and you 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 play what speaks to you. 
Yeah, I think that's the latter is what I, I mean. I, you know, I would tell people, I don't know, like if a stranger asked like what genre, I'm, I don't know. I, I've told people rock and roll and I've told people country, but I think I've just been doing both or all of it at the same time. I mean, I, I will say like I'm, especially with the Mockingbird and the Crow, like it's, it is my attempt at you know telling everybody that I'm I'm ready to do both at the same time. But I think at the at the end of the day, it's all just still in one basket. It's just me, I guess. I think Bornout alluded to it earlier when he talks about you flipping, you know, from country to rock, not only in the album but in a song. And I think the a good example of that is your song. I'm going to kill bleep till I die <laughs> because yeah. you're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm hunting and I'm doing yeah. things and I'm going to kill bleep till I die. And I was like, okay, <laughs> Marty, get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, and that was the one I think is the new metal vibe. It's definitely got the sure. riff. Yeah. A little bit more. I wasn't expecting that. Riff. It was a pleasant surprise well, when I was listening to the album. I was like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun one. That's a really fun one to do live. That's one of my favorite songs to do live. It's a big crowd moment for sure. Yeah, and you know, and again, what's great too is I'm trying to guess capture the the essence of just how the shifts and how it takes you by surprise. Mm -hmm. And you think because may, maybe I don't know if you feel this way. It seems like you know a lot. There's a lot of music that's very predictable, and you kind of know how how it goes and I song structure whatnot. <laughs> and there's so many of your songs that that like yeah that are you think it's one way, but man, it changes when it gets to the hook or the second verse or whatever. And like yeah. it's totally different, but it's very it still it comes across as very authentic and very. And it's not like you trying to do this, do do like a new metal or a, or, or screaming because you feel like you have to. But it's just it just it's very seamless and natural. If that makes sense. Yeah, I I really appreciate that. I mean, I just <laughs> I just do what I do, and and I don't know. There's no, there's definitely no rhyme or reason to any of it. I'm just doing what I I think is cool, and and I'm just glad that you guys dig it. I'm, I'm really really grateful for that. People might just be new to your music, especially you know our listeners, but you've written some bangers in your day for other artists as well. Um, is that kind of like, I don't know, you have to be very selective, I think, right? Because you've chosen to give those songs up to other people. Why? Uh, well, you know, I moved to Nashville to be a songwriter, and the artist thing came way later. Okay. And But I, my, my first intention in town was to write hits for other people. So that part of my life is still very much intact, and uh, I still love writing songs for other people and giving them away. And when it's time... Like if we're in the room and we write a song and it's something that I know is for me, then I'll just announce it in the room and be like, we're not sending this to anybody. Uh, but more times than not, I mean, I love writing songs for other country artists. It, it's still something that that is, uh, it's just like this part of my goal is, you know, to go down as, as, as one of the biggest or bigger hit songwriters in Nashville uh, even completely separate from my artist career. So that's just something I'll always, I'll always have with me. Well, now with the success of Jack, do you think you'll find yourself writing songs for rock artists? I think it'd be really cool. Um, and I've never done, really done it before, but, uh, and I know it's, it's kind of a different process than the Nashville thing, but I think it's, I think it's super cool and I'm definitely not opposed to trying that. Do you have any songs that you ever thought, like a rock song, you thought, man, I wonder if, uh, you know, if Eddie Vedder could sing this one or, or somebody, anybody in, in mind, you go, man, I'd love to hear what some, so-and-so's interpretation is of this. 
Yeah, sometimes I, I wish that somebody would. I wish uh, that somebody would. Um, I, I would just start seeing like it covers, you know, something that I've done. I haven't seen anything yet, but that would be like the coolest thing ever to have somebody else do like a remission. I think that'd be sick. I think, uh, I think that might be coming for you. You're speaking with Hardy. Uh, of course, you could, he'll be in town in Milwaukee uh, Friday and sa- tomorrow night and Saturday night. Morgan Wallen at American Family Field. Big shows here. I know you got your uh, sol- a solo headlining gig sold out in Minneapolis tonight. What's your uh, So this time of day in the afternoon before a show, what's your, what's your routine? What, how do you get ready to, to perform? What do you like to do? Anything? You know, how do you relax um, or, and then, uh, then get yourself ready to perform? Yeah, I, I uh, recently this year uh, I've been I've been working out a lot on the road, and that that really kind of clears your mind and and gets you geared up, makes you kind of feel good before the show too. And um, but uh, you know it's different every day. Like if we're uh, thankfully we're doing a lot of these markets where the the venues we're playing are in right really in a city, and so it's really cool to um, get out and walk around some, you know, and uh, like go look for a cool shoe store or just something like that. Um, sometimes if it's a rainy day, we're just hanging out on the bus watching a movie, playing video games. Uh, you know, it's, it's, all, it's different. But uh, I try to do something active during the day because if you, if you sit around all day, I feel like that just, you just become like, it's just like translates to the night and it's like lazy and you just don't have the energy. And I try to get out and do something every day. Well, I hope you have some time the next couple of days to get out and enjoy Milwaukee while you're here because uh, we've got some really cool neighborhoods. It's you know, it's got a small city feel, but with big city uh, amenities. So hopefully you can enjoy some uh, some downtime. I'm definitely going to get out and drink some Spotted Cow somewhere for mm-hmm. sure. There you go. Proud of you. There you Let's go. talk about Mississippi for a second because uh, you're from Mississippi. You met your wife in Mississippi. I spent seven years in Mississippi. Um, that's where I started my radio journey. Do you think Mississippi oh. gets a bad rap? Do you think? Because when I, I came down there, I was expecting something totally different. I had a great experience. That's why I ended up staying there for seven years. I had a great experience in Mississippi. Um, I, I don't know. How, how do you feel about it and, in, in, uh, you know, how the world sees it? First of all, where where were you? I was in Jackson. I worked for okay, cool. Rock ninety three nine in Jackson, Mississippi. It's not there anymore, yeah, but yep. That's awesome though. Um I I absolutely love Mississippi. And um I yeah, it gets a bad rap because people say that there's nothing there and I guess there's a little bit of truth to that. It's in like we don't <laughs> excuse me, we don't have uh, any professional teams? We don't really. Jackson's not really a city. You know what I mean? I do know. <laughs> um, uh, so we don't really have a city. We don't have a uh, our our biggest city population. I think is two hundred and fifty thousand. So it's just it's different. It's a different you know uh, state in the south. Um, but it's beautiful and the people are kind. And uh, I just. I love it, and I, I love going back home. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. The drive, knowing I'm going back home, is like just one of my favorite things. And I know I'm very partial, but I think Mississippi has a lot to offer. And, and uh, I, I will say this: Jimmy Rogers, who is the father of country music, is from Meridian, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and Robert Johnson, who is the father of the blues, is yeah. from Mississippi. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the blues is what turned into rock and roll. So yeah. 
Mississippi's holding it down for the literally the creators of country music and rock and roll, and I think yeah. that's pretty that's pretty badass. Yeah, there's a lot of cool a lot of cool parts, and the coastline is beautiful. So, a lot yeah, of uh, a lot of good stuff about that. Uh, Hardy, we thank you so much for the time, man. Congratulations on all the success, and I'm sure much more to come. And we look forward to seeing you uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, with Morgan Wallen at American Family Field. And enjoy some uh, some spotted cows, as many as you want, when you're in town this weekend. Absolutely, guys. Thank y'all for having me, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll definitely be getting on the spotted cows tomorrow. All right, that's Hardy on 102.9 The Hog.